of Am I a Bad Mum podcast. That's the question we ask. And we're on social media as well, at Am I a Bad Mum on Instagram and Facebook. I mean, you even screw your face up when you say Facebook because you know that you don't really look you're like smirking at me because you don't really go on there I think I went on there and I was like oh that's a post from 2019 geez Katie's on the ball do you know the (laughs) amount of things I miss on Facebook you know how people they set up like groups to invite you to like baby showers or birthday parties yeah I never look at my notifications on Facebook and I miss everything I spoke to a friend last night she was like oh yeah 27 weeks pregnant I was like what She said, yeah, I sent you an invite to the baby shower. I was like, what on bloody Facebook? Yeah, I know. I've missed several events because of Facebook. I'm here, I am thinking you've got no friends. You have to go into your notifications to see those invites. Yeah, no, I I don't have any notifications on my phone. And then I can't work out, once you've seen the invite, how you get back to it to remember what the day was. No, just wear it thin. It's not meant to be. bad mum for being harder on my kids than others oh, I think this is, is this a, yeah I do think it is I do a personal training and I've started doing some kids classes which really fill my bucket some kids boxing classes and it's awesome like they're so receptive they learn they soak up the knowledge they give everything a shot like I've been so lucky with these kids that I'm teaching Obviously, my studio is at our house and then our children are there because usually Sam's either working because they live or whatever there. because they live there. Yeah. They're there. Yeah. Anyway, I take a little session on a Monday afternoon and these two little boys, they're so good. They're the same ages though as Gracie and Elsie. So I find myself then in the studio teaching these little boys boxing. I've got one who sits and watches she loves it and you will be able to guess which one it is and then I have another who's like oh well I'm getting my gloves on too and I'm I'm training with you and I'm, I'm going to train with these boys I'm going to be better and I'm going to be stronger and I'm going to yeah, yeah that's Elsie yeah and Gracie just sits, sits and back. watches at the boys <laughs> watches the boys flicks the hair yes she was she <laughs> was and I have to stay fully focused in kids sessions because It will go pear-shaped or sideways in a heartbeat if you are not on top of them. You know, you've got to have things moving quickly. Anyway, it's so much fun, but at the same time, I've still got my eight-year-old daughter sitting there smirking and watching these boys train, and then I've got one of them in there with me. Elsie's in there training and doing all of this. And I'm not an easy marker at all. I'm very particular on technique. You know, you have to really build that to be able to understand why you're punching a certain way and why you're doing this. And, you know, and the boys are, like I said, very receptive. And because I'm coaching them, they listen. Mm. I have then this third person whom is not in the session but joins the session, I'm still her mother. So she goes, not listening. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know nothing. You know nothing. Your mum, you got no idea. No, why am I going to listen to you? Yeah. We're going through the motions of like, okay, 10 of these punches, 10 of these punches, now 10 kicks. I'm rotating through, you know, the two boys and then Elsie jumps on the end of the line. I was like, oh, man, stop. This is not your session. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, right, Elsie, okay, pads up. And go through the motion, explain the technique. Then she starts not doing it right. 
And I'm like, left foot forward. And I start riding her 10 times harder than I am with the other boys. And I couldn't work it out. You know how we always talk on this podcast about reflection. I couldn't work out why I'm trying to like, I'm going, but you're not left foot forward, gloves up. I'll get you on the chin if you don't have your gloves up like this. And I'm, I'm riding her on technique, like just over and over and over again. And I'm finding the fact that I am 10 times harder on her than I have been on these boys. Yeah. And I can't work out whether it's because she thinks it's a joke and she's like, mum doesn't know anything. Or if it's just because she's my child and she's got to be up to, you know, the same skill as the other boys. You could see on these boys' face that they're going, you're not like that with us. I think that you're naturally a bit politer to other people's kids. I know. We've spoken about this like in the situation of cars. You drive differently when you have other people's kids yeah, in the car. Yeah, so much safer. Yeah, even, um, you know, like food. You might have different food choices when other people's kids are over. Yeah. You do things slightly. You always change a, something or a little bit of you when you have other people's children around because like they might be like, Oh my gosh, Elsie and Gracie's mum is a bitch. <laughs> so and you're, I don't want that. <laughs> you're, no, exactly. But your job is not to discipline those children. No. That's the difference. Your job is to discipline your two girls because you're raising them. Yeah. So therefore you'll always be a lot harsher on them than other kids because those other kids are coming because they're learning and they're having fun with mm. you. They're not coming to be disciplined by you because they get that from their own parents. Yeah. So you don't have to be like that towards them. So mm. you can be nicer to them. Oh, I was like, oh my God. Then your doing? own kids. No, I definitely think this is a thing that most people do. Yeah. My kids say to me all the time, you're so much nicer to all our friends than us. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I know, because I'm guiding you. Like, I'm trying to make you a good human being. I don't have to make them a good human being. I don't care whether they are or not. That's their own parents' job. I've got a job and it's two of you. That's yeah. all I've got. Yeah. yeah. That's the part that scares me a bit is that I'm very much the same as you, as if we've got people, like, you know, at the end of the day, you have to look after your guests. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're here because they want to be here. Mm. They come and do this session every week Elsie because they want to learn how to box you're just taking the piss mate yeah. don't jump in on their time she did say to me she said why do you not get as angry to the boys as you do to me and I said I wasn't angry at you I said that's me trying to teach you but I'm trying to teach you too quickly because I've had weeks with them and she goes it doesn't make me feel good I was like oh in my heart in my head I was like well you shouldn't be in the session yeah and then in my heart I go okay that's fair and I'm sorry for emptying your bucket and I'll try my best to be better next time. With those boys though, I bet they were much more respectful to you and listened more mm-hmm. and took on board mm. what you were trying to say Absolutely. than your own kids would have been. That's just life. Like that's kids. Like mm. my kids don't listen to me. It's like when when you get a teacher and, and the homeschooling stuff, right? Yeah. At school, you know they would never just leave the classroom and start doing TikToks. They'd never be doing their work with their feet all up on the chairs and like <laughs> they would not be doing that at school. But they do it at home because it's you that's there and you can't control them. I've got friends that are teachers and they're like – I can control a class full of kids that yeah. aren't mine. But when it comes to my own kids, 
I'm lost. Yeah, I know. Actually, you just had you just gave me all these flashbacks just then. I just had flashbacks of homeschooling. Elsie upside down with her legs flopped over the back of the chairs. Yeah. Gracie, so much back chat. And there was so many times where I just used exactly that line of going, if you were at school right now, would you be doing that? Mm. And they would always go, no. If you were at school right now, would you speak to your teacher like that? No, I wouldn't. No. What? Why do I deserve it? My girls want my help. Yeah. Help me, help me, help me. But then when I try and help, I'm not doing it right. You're not doing it right. We're not taught like that. Well, do it yourself then. Because I don't want to be in here doing it anyway. So if I'm doing it wrong, then you do it by yourself. No, but I need your help. You just can't win. You can't win. This is exactly that leads me into my next concern. And it's just to top off because we do talk about it a lot because I, you know, I'm quite proud of myself in this situation Um, with my volunteering and maths class. Like I'm still doing it. I fit it in between clients on a Friday. I still do volunteering at mass groups it's now been a year i mean i'm good on man, you I'm kicking goals well because when we started this podcast we didn't even know what pnf stands for <laughs> parents and friends pnc pnc parents. parental <laughs> communication parents community or something um <laughs> basically what i'm concerned about is grade four i went last week and did maths groups and I've been pretty good. I've been pretty confident, pretty strong with my delivery, like because the teacher also then expects you to sit there and teach the three different groups as they rotate. And I have to say, I've winged it a few times and had to actually really read it and really listen to her explanation and then really read it again. And Friday caught me off guard. I had come straight out of the gym. I'd run straight over. I'd sat down on the chair and she said, today we're doing problem solving with maps and coordinates and this. I was like, looking at her going, Fuck no. We said mass. We're not doing geography. I don't want I don't even know how to do it. I don't even know how to read a map. And I'm thinking, I started to sweat. I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna have to call it a day. I'm gonna have to stop my volunteering because I don't think I'm smart enough for grade four. <laughs> All I could forecast was next year going Don't if I'm struggling in grade three year. with maps and coordinates. Please don't ask me in grade four. Please yeah. don't. No. My kids are doing algebra. Yeah. So imagine you algebra. going in volu- yeah, volunteering to teach them in groups algebra. I can't do that because I don't even know what algebra. I don't even understand it. I d- no one understands algebra. Yes. I don't get it. And the joy. So they'll go, Mum, can you come and help me? And I'm like, no. And they're like, what do we do? And I'm like, ask, ask Siri. Siri. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I helped in the tuck shop one day. I can make chocolate brownies. You're on your own with the algebra. 